0: Hello, and welcome back to Ball. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by my lovely co-host, Freed. How you doing over there, Freed? Hey, Alex,
1: I'm great. Good to see you. We made it. It's football season, baby.
0: It very much is football
1: season, Freed. Season two, episode one. Welcome to it. We are underway. College football kicked off this past weekend, week zero, and Mm -hmm. now officially college football season we got a full slate of games of coming this week wow we really do Freed. yeah we
0: we have uh games on thursday on friday on saturday
1: on sunday so, and on monday holy shit Freed! there's so much college football to be watched this can't week. even handle it man can't even <laughs> handle it and on top of that
0: you see canes all access i sure did see canes all access Freed. I of course we're recording this uh On the the 25th, which means we haven't seen the Canes All-Access on September 1st, Part 2 that's come out yet, but we sure did see Canes Access Part 1, and man, they really want us to believe in Manny Diaz, don't
1: they? They're pushing it hard. Canes All-Access is basically a hard-knock style show on the ACC network. It also was televised on ESPN2 last night for our viewing pleasure, so we could actually watch it because I have Xfinity.
0: I also do free. No ACC network for your boy. Were you at all maybe concerned at how much time they devoted to our punter?
1: I was excited to see that we have an Australian protege punter. If anything, I was concerned about their golf swings. It's
0: true. They did go to Top Golf at one point. So there was a lot of going to Top Golf. There was. A lot of focus on our like fun six foot six Australian rules football punter who brought in his similarly tall, younger Australian rules football protege. I feel like if we watched the Bama All Access, there would be a lot more, less focus on the punting game. Airtime is good time. Okay. Yep. All airtime is good time. He is a very fascinating person covered in tattoos. Freed, we are quickly approaching Miami versus Bama. I don't know when the last time we played Alabama. I, I do specifically remember when this game was scheduled, I think maybe three or four years ago, me out loud saying, why, why would you play Alabama for the first game of the season? Why would you play Bama the first game of the season? Best time to play them. I guess you're right. But remember the Florida game <laughs> like two years ago for us? Yeah, but We should have
1: won that game. Okay. LSU. If Malik Rozier wasn't coming back, we would have won that game too.
0: I can't wait until we get blown out by Alabama and talk about all the missed opportunities where we really could have won
1: that game. Yeah, Um, I'm sure we'll be doing that next week. But for now, let's talk about Booch. Well, that's a good point, Freed. Well, let's set all
0: of this spicy talk aside about who's going to win, who's going to lose, and let's transition to the next segment of our show, which is, of course, what we're drinking. What we're drinking. Oh, that's spicy. Oh, the heat. Oh, Freed, it's like burning my hands over here. Oh, what are we drinking today? Well, it's the health aid kombucha
1: cayenne cleanse, Freed. If you're an OG boochie, a.k.a. a longtime fan of the show, you know this. We are spicy boys on booch ball. We like them hot. (laughs) We
0: sure do. Usually the spice kicks in in the form of. Of a ginger press, but this is uh, giving us a little, uh, a little bit of that spice—a cayenne cleanse. This is a, a boots that's often at my local bodega. It's a boot I've had before. I'm usually the kind of guy who likes to save his bootches for the podcast, but this is one I know that I am a fan of. I'm just interested to see how I am going to compare
1: it and stack it up against the rest of the boot ball competition. I'm with you there, Alex. If you're uh, familiar with kombucha, I'm sure you've seen Health Aid before. They're probably the second biggest brain in the country behind GTs. They are pretty much all over the place in health food stores and grocery stores around the country. And I would say Cayenne Cleanse is probably one of their top five most popular flavors. So it is usually available at your kombucha store of choice. So mm-hmm. I hope you're drinking along with us at home today. Absolutely, Boochies and Boochers. And Fried, health Aid is...
0: Going through a bit of a rebrand as far as their packaging goes, here they're doing this kind of like, it. Remember that like word art font where you had like two colors that you could pick, and then like they would merge at one point. I don't know if you know so what I am mean. Yeah. A, <laughs> a, so yeah, it's like a gradient. Yeah, it's a gradient thing. I liked their old branding, and I'm not sure why they did this. So I guess it's colorful. It's like jumps off. I guess that's why because it's colorful.
1: Healthy is in a bit of a renaissance. They seem to have reinvented themselves recently. And I've got to agree with you. I don't think they look better, but, you know, we'll get used to them. Maybe they look, they look probably more accessible. They look, because previously they were kind of looked
0: more like a medical product. Like we kind of described them like a little pill box.
1: Yeah. They just want you to know that they're for you. They're personalized.
0: Yeah. They're getting a little softer with this, but let's see if the boot still hits hard here. Freed, it's time for us to pop this boot open and take a little sniff test. Let's pop
1: open the 2021 season, baby.
0: Sniff test.
1: Intense fizz on both ends, I feel like. Big pop for me, but I don't have a ton of fizz. We're actually pouring into glasses today. We are upping our tasting game this We're season. We're getting very fancy. I'm getting
0: a clear, clear smell of ginger. All right, free. well, we've got our little smell. Let's go ahead and take our little taste of this cayenne cleanse oh yeah that's a refreshing boot right there it's, it's spicy but i'm getting that nice ginger healing ginger tincture that i love
1: definitely it's citrusy too i don't know is it citrusy what is citrus what is that ah, is this, it's like, that's like a ginger? spicy citrusy flavor
0: Spicy citrusy. What's the last time you had a spicy citrus? Like a fresh salsa with okay. lime juice. Yeah, that, that's actually the perfect, uh, perfect comparison for a spicy citrus. I just had a taco earlier today. Well,
2: all right, the cayenne cleanse
0: just got a just got a burp out of me. So I guess that means it's working. It's going in there. It's uh, it's fizzing around inside my stomach. Freed. Cheers. We're drinking bootch. It's the summertime. We got a little bit of that spice. I feel like I'm on that show Hot Ones with hotter questions and hotter boots. Hot boots and even hotter segments. And, Freed, it's time to transition to the next segment of our show, What We're Thinking. What We're Thinking. Freed, there's been a lot of tumult in the college football world as of late. There's been teams trying to leave their conferences, Texas and Oklahoma, switching over to the SEC. The SEC is becoming a giant monopoly that is going to control all of college football and make all of the money and pay their players millions of dollars. And that's going to leave all the little silly basketball conferences left twiddling their thumbs and in the dust. But recently, Freed, something has been fizzing With some of the top three non SEC conferences. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this new conference allegiance?
1: It's strange times out here in Big 12 country, Alex. In the heart of Texas, we don't know what to do. The Big 12 was left out of the allegiance that was recently formed between the Pac 12, the Big 10, and the ACC. What is the allegiance? What does it mean? Absolutely nothing. Nothing was signed. Nothing changed. The allegiance is a whole much to do with nothing. Yeah, it's like the bad teams from our conference will play the bad teams from your conference. That'll be fun. It'll be like an ACC Big Ten challenge. Yeah, I mean, there's some cool things that could certainly come out of it, but the landscape of college football is going to look very different in five to 10 years. First of all, we just had the NIL deal go through. So college players are now allowed to get paid. That's only going to keep going. You know, this is just the beginning in terms of them getting paid. Right. You have the SEC really pushing their luck. I mean, they were already head and shoulders, the biggest football conference. But I guess that wasn't enough. I think they really kind of overstepped their bounds here by trying to pull Texas and Oklahoma out of the Big 12. They're basically one or two steps away from turning the SEC into its own power league.
0: Yeah, its
1: own NCAA. Exactly. We're getting dangerously close to a whole different model where the SEC is Division One. And then you have the remaining teams figuring out how they can have their own little subdivision. And then you have the group of five teams beyond that doing their own subdivision because everyone wants to play for a national championship. But if the top six teams in the country are all in the SEC, I mean, we're not there yet. But when that comes to time, what do you do? Well, you turn football into a March Madness-style uh, bracket with whatever, 16 teams. Perhaps, but, I mean, the problem with football is you're playing one game a week. We're really going to turn the playoffs into a two-month event. Yeah, that's true. So there's pitfalls, but, you know, I think the allegiance isn't really going to mean a whole lot in the long term. What's going to be really interesting is what happens to the remaining Big 12 teams. So are they going to try to turn the Big 12 into a different Power 5 conference by picking out the best remaining schools from the group of five? You know, throw in Boise State, throw in BYU, UCF, Cincinnati. It's a fun football conference. But in terms of regionalism and historic rivalries, what the SEC is doing by acquiring Texas and Oklahoma is really going to mess a lot of that up and it's going to change the game forever. Mic drop.
0: All right, Freed, well, you've gone scorched earth over the the entire college football landscape. It must be the cayenne cleanse. You're feeling spicy today. Spitting flames. (laughs) He really, really is. All right, well, let's let's bring you back into your comfort zone. Let's make you feel a little bit safer. Let's go ahead and pay a visit over to the Kombucha Canes. Kombucha Canes. Kombucha Canes, we have a game against Bama coming up. We're 18 and a half point underdogs. We have multiple attractive Australian punters on the team. Freed, what's going on with the Miami Hurricanes? Fall camp settled. It's
1: game week. We had two scrimmages, no major injuries. A couple guys gotten binged up. But that's all you can really hope for in a fall camp is no starters going down for the season. Where are some of the key position battles that we should be keeping our eyes on on offense, quarterback is pretty much settled. Once you know De'Aaron King is healthy. But there was a competition for the backup QB. You have a major three-way battle at running back. Competition for the third wide receiver spot. On defense, mm-hmm. there's position battles pretty much all over the field. Uh, other than safety, really nothing was settled. All right, Fried. well, tell me, uh, let's
0: start with the top. Start with the field generals. So we have Tyler Van Dyke duking it out with the young gunner, Jake Garcia. Who do you see as the number two right now?
1: Yeah, reviews from fall camp and really all summer was pretty strong. Both of them played well. Both of them seemed like they could be competent. As of now, there's no reason to think that the number two guy is going to be anybody other than Tyler Van Dyke. He has one more year of experience. He has prototypical size, arm strength, probably more mobility in terms of running than Garcia. And really, if they were to give Garcia the number two job, That kind of opens the door for a Van Dyke transfer, and there's just no need for that. You keep the status quo, keep the sophomore at number two, and let them duke it out next year.
0: I feel like Miami wants Jake Garcia to be the leader of the program, a guy with a Spanish last name, the leader of the Miami Huracanes Freed. Oh, Tyler Van Dyke, soccer
1: player for the Netherlands. You know, Manny would love to have a Garcia. Under helm, but oh,
0: absolutely. He, hey, he's a
1: Cali boy, though, he's no Cubano. All right, all right, all right. well, that's fair
0: enough. No disrespect, to TVD, more like TV TD. Am I right, Freed? Hope so. TV touchdown that could be a good NIL for him. All right, so we hit up the QBs. Let's go check out the running back stable. How are my boys, Cam Harris, Don Chaney, and the Rooster, doing?
1: Yeah, we've had some injuries to the running back room, nothing too serious but Chaney and Harris have both been a little banged up early on in fall camp. It seems like all three are going to be healthy, but Cam Harris, the senior is going to be the first guy out on the field. That being said, all three of those, I know you referred to the rooster. That's number four, Jalen Knighton. (laughs) That was good. He did that with kombucha in his mouth too. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was a little nervous going into it, but I feel like
0: I settled into it. Well, hit it again. (laughs) <laughs> no that's okay just tell us who's gonna be the
1: running back uh, the backup running back all right all right well all three of them are gonna get carries you're gonna see Knighton a lot more on third downs they like to use him as a receiver out of the backfield yeah whoever's got the hot feet you'll see them in the fourth quarter getting starter carries what if they've got the hot boots free the cayenne cleanse they'll be spitting fire all day baby comes in <laughs> hot let's it. just hope it doesn't come out hot if you know what i'm Me saying gusta mucho
0: jake Hey, I guess in Spanish it would be Hake Garcia, no? <laughs> Jacob. My middle name is Rodriguez, so I'm allowed to speak in a Spanish accent. Jacob. Yeah, I sí. see. Jacob Garcia. All right, free the QBs, the RBs. Let's go ahead and switch on over to the other side of the ball here. If we don't have good linebackers, we are going to get eviscerated by Alabama. Please
1: tell us that we have a good linebacker. <laughs> uh, that is spot on, Alex. You're right. They did not pick up any linebackers in the transfer portal Mm -hmm. at the end of this season, which I don't know about that one. Well, here's what they did do, Alex. They moved Keontre Smith from striker to weak side linebacker. Striker is basically Miami's linebacker safety hybrid position. It's almost like a a big nickelback who they like to play more in the box, do some coverage, come up and run support. So it's kind of that combination where you're not maybe big enough to play linebacker, but you can handle playing inside the box, be an enforcer in the run game. I've been so then- hearing about this
0: striker position uh, through reading of state of the U. And I feel like I just keep hearing Gilbert Frierson is yeah. a striker. That's I just know that Gilbert Frierson is a striker. I don't know what that means, but I know that he is that. Well, I just told you. <laughs> well, now, yeah, now I do. I didn't know what it meant. And now, booties and booters, you know what it means. So you're
1: absolutely right. Gilbert Frierson's a solid player. He's going to man the striker position. Keontre Smith was the backup striker last year, and he actually played pretty well too. But they threw 15, 20 extra pounds on him, and he's ready to move to linebacker full-time. Early reports out of camp say that he looked good. You know, will he play good against the big Alabama running backs? good. That's to be seen. But he's going to start at weak side linebacker, and the middle linebacker is going to be Corey Flagg number 11, who is entering his second year in the program. It seems like they finally decided that Bradley Jennings Jr. is not the guy there. He will be backing up. And another not the guy at linebacker, Zach McLeod, moved to defensive end. And you will probably see him getting a lot of snaps at defensive end. And hopefully that's a better position for him. All right. Fair enough. Let's move over to breakout players, Alex. Who do you see as the breakout player on the defense? Ooh, on the defense. Well, Freed, As since I watched the
0: Canes all-access, Canes all-access was really selling to me that Bubba Bolden is going to be the next big safety at the University of Miami. And watching him last year, I didn't necessarily like, see him or think of him as like a big dude, but watching Canes all-access and watching him like, just around and interacting with other players,
1: he's a large, large, strong man. To be fair, he was next to Mike Harley, and he is not whatever he's listed on the depth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, Bubba Bolden's 6'3". He's he's a he's a big dude. I I hope that Bubba Bolden becomes
0: a player that this defense can rally around because he seems like he's the prototypical Miami guy who the other team's going to hate, but we're going to love.
1: All right, what because, about you? Uh, for me, defense has... Two incoming transfer portal players, one of those is cornerback Tyreek Stevenson coming from Georgia. He's a known commodity uh, coming out of the SEC. He's played against Bama before. Same with defensive end transfer from Tennessee, DeAndre Johnson. You'll see him getting starters minutes on the defensive end position. Those two guys will be keys for Miami's defense. If they play well, the rest of the defense will follow. If those two end up struggling, it could be a long year for the defense. The depth just isn't quite there compared to previous seasons. I hate long years on defense, Freed. What about offense? Who's a
0: breakout performer? It's going to be none other than the X factor, Xavier Restrepo. Kid has swag. I'm
1: picking the player's. With swag. You see that mane of hair he's got on there? He's yeah, got a like blind a die long, job. Streak yeah. bullet thing. Yeah. Swag. I'm going with another wide receiver, number five, Keyshawn Smith. Look for him to get starting snaps as basically the number three wide receiver. And he's probably the most explosive in terms of an all around athlete. The wide receiver position is really locked and loaded compared to last season. You're seeing guys like Mark Pope and D. Wiggins slide down the depth chart behind all these freshmen and sophomores. It's exciting to see that we can really go eight deep at wide receiver, which you need to do in Lashley's offense.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm excited to to see year two of Lashley. Well, there you have it, folks. We've given you our very own kombucha canes all access. Thank you, Freed. For enlightening all of us, and we will be sure to keep an eye out this upcoming week. And we did it all without showing you any awful golf swings. And also, Manny Diaz, too good at golf. Hear me out here, Freed. If Manny Diaz is so good at golf, and oh, he brought his own gloves, and oh, Manny Diaz had the very sweet golf thing. Hey, Manny, how about you spend a little bit less time on the golf range and a little bit more time in the office studying? film so that your team doesn't give up 62 points to north carolina there i said it freed i'm feeling spicy it's the cayenne cleanse I'm come on work life balance
1: i'm let rabid golf let the man golf
0: well freed why don't we check in and see what this cayenne cleanse is doing to us right now that's right it's season two episode one it's time to bring back the bucha barometer Bucha barometer. All right, Freed, tell us what you're thinking over here on this Bucha barometer. How
1: are you liking the Cayenne cleanse? I'll tell you what, Alex, I am straight up tingling. Full mouth tingle, lips a tingle, tongues a tingle, throats a tingle, and I'm not mad about it. It's pretty good. It is good. Yeah,
0: it's giving me a little bit of a little bit of a kick. I feel like my eyes are a little bit wider. You're wired right now. I am a little bit wired. I'm calling out the Miami football coach. I'm uh, I'm feeling <laughs> reckless, Freed. I'm feeling like I might uh you know I might break something or break someone. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling a little bit like Leonard Taylor right now.
1: That's oh. why I have a foam remote control for this football season. So instead of snapping a remote, I'm just gonna squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Pressure you know, foam remote control. It was a gift what the fuck because you've broken one before from throwing it yeah like you need this foam texas tech national championship basketball game 2019 you snapped your tv remote in half it was the remote that comes with the tv which you actually don't use yeah but yeah
0: wow now tell me about that was that like an in the moment you were just like, ah, oh, I don't know how to express my anger. I'm so, or was it like you spent like 30 seconds, like.
1: It was somewhere in
0: between. Like, did you take a breath after you started?
1: Yeah, it was like a two second snap. It was like, okay, I'm going to snap this. Okay, it hasn't snapped yet. Okay, now it snaps. Wow. So you, you
0: had a moment to reconsider and decided to push forward. It was yeah. my third
1: string remote control, Alex.
0: <laughs> Very good point. All right, Freeple, well, why don't you go ahead and tell us what this cayenne cleanse is made of here. Tell us, uh, give me a little like uh, ingredient
1: breakdown. First of all, it's a 10% juicer, which is a lot. But I guess it makes sense because it's not really a sweet, overpowering juice. But what we're getting along with the kombucha is cold-pressed ginger juice, cold-pressed lime juice, and cayenne pepper. Oh, wow. It does have that lime juice. You were getting that citrus. Holy shit. You're picking it up now a little bit more. It's like you're getting that lime in the beer, lime in the salsa.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever had a lime after you have spicy food? It kind of just adds to the tingly sensation. And I think that's what's going on here. Yeah. Or like a lime with a shot of tequila and then you exactly you like snort, snort a line of salt and get punched in the face. I've got to say, this health aid promotes bad decisions. Do you see this chili pepper on the bottle? What I is he that. up to? He's walking around seemingly naked with cowboy
0: boots and stirrups on. Are those he's... stirrups? Is that what that's called? No.
1: Yeah, those? not uh, Spurs. Spurs. Like spurs, San, Antonio. San Antonio Spurs. He's got cowboy boots with Spurs, and he's holding a 10-gallon cap in his hand. And his facial expression, what is he saying? Do it. Yeah, fucking do narrowed it.
0: Narrowed eyes, narrowed yeah. eyes. He's feeling a little bit. He's a little smug. If you yeah. look at him, he's kind of smirking at me,
1: saying, "You like this booch? Does this booch make you hot?"
0: <laughs> uh, well, it is. It is making me hot. Yeah, I think this is gonna. I think this is gonna fare pretty well. Uh, come the end of this show. Well, there you go. Well, that's the booch barometer for you folks. I hope you guys are all drinking along, you boochy and boochers out there. So we'll be checking back in a little bit later to give you our final scores on this health aid kombucha Cayenne cleanse. So Frieda, you've done a little digging behind enemy lines. You have a bit of a reconnaissance report on the University of Alabama Crimson Tide program. Tell me
1: about it. I sure did. I talked to a real bammer in wow. the flesh. Nice. Back a few months ago, I was hanging out with my buddy Kyle an alumni of Alabama fresh off their national championship. I had the opportunity to just ask them some questions and, you know, try to see what exactly we're up against. And this is the report. Well, Freed, let's roll the tape and roll the tide. This is Booch Ball Gone Rogue. Freed's on vacation in San Antonio here. Kyle Thompson, college football fan, Alabama graduate. Well to add. Kombucha Virgin. Welcome to Booch Ball. Pleasure to be here. (laughs) Pleasure to be here. We're going to take the opportunity to chat about Bama. You know, uh, Miami opens the season with Bama. Good luck. Thank you. We're going to need it. Um, This is Miami Heavy Podcast, and I would love to get your perspective on the past season, future season moving forward. Congratulations on another national championship. Thank you very much. I see the trophy on the shelf uh, in your kitchen right there. Um, I wish. (laughs) You had to make room for it amongst the others. Like, realistically, Bama... I mean, they were wire-to-wire champions. Here's my uneducated on Bama perspective. You know they're stacking chips. You know they've got five stars after five stars. But it's a lot of talent to lose on offense. You're going to have Bryce Young starting at QB, who's played how many meaningful snaps? None. Najee Harris is gone. Devontae Smith is gone. Jalen Waddle's gone. You've got Michi coming back. But, like, on offense... Who else do you have coming back and what should we expect in terms of a drop off and you know, a first game of the season from some of these coming games? back? You have a stable of
2: running backs, John Mechie. And then there's a bunch of guys you gotta prove they, they gotta prove it. The the biggest addition or or by means subtraction of his off season was losing Steve Sarkisian to Texas. Right. So it's a brand new system. And then my favorite guy in the entire world, Bill O'Brien, is going to be offensive coordinator. Cautiously optimistic, but he's not going to have the kings, the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. That's fair. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for what Bill, for for what it's worth, I think Bill O'Brien is a good coach. For what it's worth, I think he'll be a good. I think he'll do a good job, but. You know, I have a sour taste in my mouth because I'm a Texans fan. Fair. Bryce Young, from the little I saw of him, he's got so much talent. Ball pops out of his hands. He looks more athletic than Tua. It's terrifying. Yeah, which is great. It was just terrifying. It was a, outside of Mechie and the running backs, I have no idea. And then we have a couple of offensive linemen we got to replace. Yeah. Majority of the defense is coming back, though. You lose Star Corner, Patrick Sertan, losing Dylan Moses on the inside, Christian Barmore on the offense. But for the most part, you know,
1: we got a lot of guys coming back. to. So as a Miami fan, if there's a time to maybe catch Alabama off guard, you know, Nick Saban's always ready. But you're coming off a championship. You're replacing an offensive coordinator. You're replacing 95% of the offense. This is the time. You know, the first game of the season is where I would want.
2: If you're a betting guy, you would bet Bama does not score on their first drive. Bill O'Brien has a history of not scoring on the first drive. Bryce Young, season now baby.
0: Freed, those are the words of a man who doesn't seem very afraid of the University of Miami program.
1: I can't blame him. I really can't. But like I said, you never know.
0: You never know. And, hey, you know what? This might be the time to catch Alabama sleeping because they've got a new offensive coordinator. They've got a new quarterback. They're replacing a ton of players to the draft. The only problem is they've all been replaced by five-star athletes.
1: That is a problem. If you couldn't tell from the sarcasm, Kyle really is not a fan of Bill O'Brien, the former Texans coach, but you know, he seems cautiously optimistic that they're going to be just fine. So we'll just have to see how that goes, I guess. I think I'm also cautiously
0: optimistic that they're going to be just fine. I guess I'm cautiously pessimistic that they're going to be
1: really good. So, you know, here's my thoughts on that, Alex. You got Bryce Young in his first real important college game. Your only hope really is to have a big first quarter, right? You know, you got to get in his head. You got to get a turnover. If the defense puts points on the board early, Miami has a chance. Here's the thing. I just don't see any way that Alabama doesn't score more than 40 points against Miami's defense. On the other side of the coin... I kind of like Miami to get forty as well. Call me crazy. That would be impressive. I feel like
0: if Miami scores ten touchdowns in the first quarter and also has ten interceptions by the half, I feel like we'll have a pretty good shot of winning this one. Well, Freed, we've told our loyal butches and butchers what we're drinking. The Health Aid Kombucha Cayenne cleanse is coursing through our veins right now. We've told them what we're thinking about the conference realignments and allegiances the bootstrap barometer, breakout players, and Bama. It's now time to switch over. That's right, Freed. It's time to tell them who we're picking. Who we're picking. Friedrich, we have some games to pick. Why don't you tell us all what the
1: slate is lined up for this week? With pleasure, Alex. We've got the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns at the still Big 12 but future SEC. Texas Longhorns, who are favored by eight points. We've got Texas Tech and Houston playing in Houston in what is being considered a neutral site game, which will be played at the Houston Texans NRG Stadium and not on campus at Houston Stadium. Texas Tech is favored by one and a half points. We also have Georgia versus Clemson, who's favored by three in Charlotte, North Carolina. And finally, for our first sediment pick of the season, we've got the Battle of the Deep South, south when southern miss minus one and a half travels to take on south alabama wow we are going to be picking spreads this year why don't you say we start from the top all right alex it's showtime booch ball is back we're back baby louisiana at texas saturday afternoon texas is favored by eight points who do you like Texas wins in a tight
0: one, but the Ragin' Cajuns come to play. They're going to cover the spread. I got the
1: Ragin' Cajuns freed. Wow. Okay, Alex. Sarkeesian's first game, I think they come out ready to play. I don't think they're going to underestimate Louisiana. As much as I hate Texas, I think they cover here and win by a few touchdowns. All right. Moving on to uh, the next pick here, which is
0: another Texas game. Very Texas.
1: Yeah, big Texas slate. After the Miami-Alabama game, I am going to, hopefully, in a very good mood, catch an Uber down to NRG and go watch the Texas Tech-Houston game. Um, I'm not that excited Park, about it. What, is it. what is NRG Park? Is um, that like energy? No, it's NRG Stadium, where the Texans play. But is NRG, is that like a, is that like a
0: play on words on energy? um it's i think they are an energy company nrg but a bunch. Are you are you just realizing this now
1: does it yes is this not compute wow i am you're the, welcome freed the five bot had not fully loaded on that one right 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 so i will be attending that game in a very pissed off mood most assuredly and i will be leaving that game in a very pissed off mood because i just don't think texas tech is going to beat houston i like houston Oh, you like Houston? I also like Houston. Let's go with the Cougars cover free. Get your guns up.
0: <laughs> Stick them up.
1: Let's bring it on east to Charlotte. Big one for week one. This, this is a huge game, Alex. Georgia Clemson. Clemson's favored by three. This is, this is, the the three. This is um, playoff implications written all over it. What do you think here? I mean, I have seen – that Georgia has a couple key starters who might be out for injury. That's Darnell Washington, stud tight end, and Tyke Smith, transfer from West Virginia, who's one of the top cornerbacks in the conference. Those are big players on both sides of the ball. What do you think?
0: A-C-C. A-C-C.
1: A-C-C.
0: ACC, Freed, we ain't dead yet. It's the ACC versus the SEC. Clemson's coming out to play with DJ Lengle, who is the starting quarterback. Even though he lost to Notre Dame last year and is a loser, I think he's going to redeem himself. Oh, I'm feeling spicy today. And even though I hate the Clemson Tigers, they're still our Clemson Tigers.
1: ACC over the SEC, even though Clemson is favored by three. That's some total SEC shit right there. That's the thing that the Longhorns are doing. The Texas Longhorns have their heads so far up the SEC's ass, they can't even see the light of day. That is not us. That's not what we do up in here. No. I'm taking Georgia. Wait, what? So you do have your head up the SEC's ass? Not in a way to say that. We're good because we're in the ACC. I'm just rooting for them because I want the ACC to do well. That's fair. You remember the 2000. 12-13 Big 12 ACC Challenge when we beat Michigan State, and we were all on the court, ACC, ACC. I felt this massive hand on me, and I turn around, and Reggie Johnson is bouncing up and down behind me with his, like, hand on my shoulder. Hell, yeah. Reggie Johnson, I think he was one of my top
0: 10. Was he one of your top 10? No, he made made your list, for sure. I think he did make my list. Yeah, He was in there. ACC versus SEC, that'll be a big clash. We've got a nice little diverse mix of
1: picks here coming up. Why don't we go ahead and take it down to the sediment? Sediment is what accumulates at the bottom of the kombucha. It's from the active culture strands, sometimes pieces of fruit or ginger or whatever. This booch doesn't seem to have a whole lot. I'm going to be honest. I don't really see much sediment. i have a looking at the bottom there, Free. There's cayenne in it. There's some flakes, but not a, not a ton, not a ton. There's so a ton, what ton we like here. to do on the show is our last pick of the week is our sediment pick where we scrape the bottom of the college football barrel to find the goodies and pick them out. So we've got the battle of the Southern deep South Southern miss favored by one and a half points against South Alabama. Cheers.
0: There was some cayenne flakes down there. You're right. Some flakes in there, dude. All right. It burns going, going down. Does it mean it's going to burn coming out? Stay tuned and find out, folks. Uh, that's not from the cayenne, Freed. That's from genital herpes. All right. Ooh, that cayenne cleanse is making me feel spicy today. Southern Miss at South Bama. Fried, I will be picking Brett Favre's alma mater, Southern Miss, the
1: Golden Eagles. I'm right there with you. I drove through Hattiesburg, Mississippi just a few days ago. So I am a loyal Southern Miss football fan. Not to mention, they are more than a few points higher in the SP Plus preseason rankings. I am taking Southern Miss to cover against the USA. Pretty sweet. Are they like the Wildcats or something? Jaguars. Uh, I knew they were a cat. How do you pronounce that word?
0: Jaguar. Jaguar? Not Jaguar. Not jaguar. Jaguar. The jag- the jaguar. jaguar. It's a J A G W A R. And as a tiebreaker, Freed, we have Miami versus Bama with Alabama, an 18.5 point favorite. We're going to use this as our tiebreaker score here. Freed, what is your score prediction for the
1: Chick fil A kickoff classic? It's got to be a shootout, Alex. It's just got to be for our sanity. Bama 53, Miami 40.
0: Oh, God, 53. Yeah, I can definitely see Bama scoring 53. Not so sure I can see Miami scoring 40. Freed, I have Bama 38, Miami 17. Roll canes. <laughs> I'm scared, Freed. I'm quaking in my boots. I am a scared man, but this cayenne cleanse is making me strong, Freed. We've told the good people who were picking in the college football world. Let's go ahead and tally up our scores here. Booch. health aid kombucha cayenne cleanse there's a spicy little pepper walking around naked with cowboy boots on it what did you think what is your final assessment of this booch
1: it's a strong booch it's different than any other kombucha that we've had it has a, a true kick to it with the cayenne and the lime i mean the ginger always has you know Notes of a kick, but it's a different sort of kick when you're getting that full on lip tingling sensation. The real spice, I think that both you and I have a pretty strong spice tolerance. But for those of you at home who can't handle medium salsa, you might want to stay away. To me, Mm. it's a good kombucha. It's pretty similar in general profile to the Health Aid Plus Immunity, except you're taking out some of that bitterness of the turmeric and adding in just a lot more flavor with that lime juice and the uh, Cayenne. I liked it. It's not going to be one of my top three, top five, something that I go for all the time. It's kind of a niche kombucha for me, but I'm going with a 7.5. Great.
0: Very interesting that you say that. Cayenne Cleanse is... Probably the boots that's most similar in flavor profile to my favorite kombucha with health aid ginger lemon. I did not know that this had lime in it. I almost wanted that to be more like front and center on this bottle, like give it more of like a Mexican flair. I just found that out. That naked hot pepper didn't do it for you. No, that ha- that gives me like a Texas vibe. Because I suffer from acid reflux freed. I often look for a booch that's going to give my stomach a kind of relief. And the thing with the cayenne cleanse, especially when drinking it in the dead of summer, it's a little too spicy for what I'm trying to get out of my booch, which is gut health. And for that reason, even though I do love the taste and it is very refreshing, I do find it kind of leaves me slightly uncomfortable at the end of the day. But it still has a good enough flavor with the mix between the ginger and the lime that it's still one of my favorite kombuchas to go to, even if I don't love the aftershocks it can sometimes leave me with. And that's why after heavy consideration on my part, I have also decided to give the
1: cayenne cleanse a 7.5 wow (laughs) this is unscripted folks alex really thought long and hard about this we had to take a five minute pause before this segment for him to collect his thoughts Mm -hmm. we finally are locked in on with the same score first time all right well free this is going to
0: be a pretty easy one for the etf five, five bot um etf five bot buddy
1: what do you think what you go ahead and calculate this for us okay the ETF five bot is a little bit pissed that you even asked him to calculate this. He expects you to do it in your head.
0: All right, well we're gonna have to have a guest on here soon, Freed, so that we can start, uh, you know, giving some three-way
1: scores. A little menage a
0: trois on the score. Menage a trois. Ooh, that's spicy, Freed. Spicy. All right, seven point five across the board here. How does that slot
1: into our Bucha Big Board? That puts the Cayenne cleanse into ninth place, Alex. Nice so, place. All right. Yeah, A top got, 10 boots.
0: Top 10. top 10 booch. out of, uh, I think we've done what, 21?
1: So 21 booches.
0: Well, Freed, another booch ball in the books, season two, episode one. We are cayenne and we are cleansed. It's good to be back.
1: Spicy boys in this bitch. Shout out to once again, my friend Kyle Thompson for the friendly banter with Alabama. Thanks for joining the show. We also are going to drop a quick hitter with Kyle tasting his first ever kombucha. So check that out as well. We will be tweeting about it on our Twitter at booch ball and on Instagram at booch Yeah. We make it pretty easy here. It's B O O C H B A L L no periods, no spaces, no bullshit at booch ball.
0: Yeah. Go ahead and throw us a follow. Why don't you folks? And Freed, let May the Lord just help the Miami Hurricanes this upcoming weekend as they face the Alabama Rolling Tide.
1: I can see it coming in the end tonight. Oh, oh Lord. Lord.
0: Well, Freed, we've reached yeah. the end of Booch Ball. Thank you to all the loyal mm. Boochie and Boochers for tuning oh in. Football is back. And as always,
1: stay cultured. Peace.